It's a backsplash. Oh, you're recording it's, now. Yeah, but we, you can ask about it. It's good. It's good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's good from afar. Thank you. I'm, we still have to clean up, like, the caulk. Or, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but mm -hmm. that's fine. Um, well, welcome to the show. I This is going to be a surprise for most people. I didn't even tell Ashley that I was having you. I just said, I'll get a guest. Don't worry about it. But it worked out because I saw you this weekend. You're like, if you ever need a guest, let me know. And I was like, well. Um, but I'll, I'll let everybody know who the mystery guest is. This is my friend Dylan, um, who I met in high school. And then Jenny, who I met too, Bane, I, I think, right? That's probably the first time we met. Mm -hmm. um, you're also in a relationship, but I didn't want to introduce you as Dylan's girlfriend because that's reductive. Yeah, I, appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, but instead you chose to introduce me as like, this is Dylan. I met him in high school. As if like that was the grand sum of our like friendship and relationship. Like, oh, we just met. We like we met in the in the school we went to. It was just we met. We just met, and then years later, I ran into him, and he said, "Hey, I like Survivor," and I invited him on the podcast. I also now. feel like you guys have been like. I guess high school was a long time ago, but it it doesn't feel as long as you guys have known each other in my right. head. Yeah, because well, technically we met in middle school, but. I don't know. I didn't. Try, I didn't. I went to school only for high school. But yes, I guess theoretically, when our friend Jeff toured me around the school, yeah, there's an infamous story in which you guys quizzed <laughs> me and I gave some 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 good answers. And from there, who knew I was very popular in the forty kid class that yeah, we were president. in. Yeah, Yeah. Do you want me to tell the story to Jenny and the audience? And and for the audience, yeah. Um, well, no, I, I say high school because like, I feel like it comes, it, Ashley and I, cause she went to our high school as well. It, mm. It's referenced occasionally. Um, no. So Dylan took a tour, um, in middle school and Jeff was his tour guide. Who's also been a guest on the show. Um, Wait, and Jeff's like, on the show? Oh, I got to catch that episode. Sorry. Fiery, awesome. fiery takes, fiery takes. Ooh, yeah. Jeff hot takes. Um, and like, you know, most most guys that went to our middle school were just wore t-shirts like like schlubs and um Dylan was wearing a nice button down and a girl in our class who I don't know it was I thought it was like it was it was pointed she was like do you like shopping and Dylan was just like I'm not gay like and Wait, not that the also first of all let's paint the picture this was 2000 and when did we graduate? Uh, Three, uh, maybe two thousand two. Yeah, I mean, this must have been two thousand. This must have been two thousand. Uh, what? What are we? We're twenty. Uh, we graduated in 08. college was twenty twelve. We graduated yeah. in oh eight. Doing the reverse. Yeah, this is two thousand three, right? Because yeah. I must have gone to school before whatever. Yeah. So you're, thank you, baby. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, gay and like throwing that around was like a thing. And some caddy girl who I'd never met, right? Who was like clearly one. It was of the clearly girls. what she was implying. Right. Oh my God, do you like shopping? And I was like, <laughs> what, I don't, I don't, you know, it, it was, but it was a kind of gay shirt that I was wearing. Now you would be the say. first, you would be the first person now to be like, yes, I do like shopping and everyone's a little gay. Yeah, that is what I, that is what I say now. <laughs> like, who isn't? Like, come on, it's 2022. Um, but then we became friends in Homeroom. Mm -hmm. So it was mostly by our alphabetical last names. It was, and it worked. My last name starts with a B and yours with a C. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, again, as I mentioned before, we were just having like a little breakdown, and I was saying that one of Jenny and Maya's love languages was hate. Mm 
the communal, the, the communal dis, disinterest in, in, in certain things. And I also think that, you know, one of our biggest bonding experiences is probably just like that in high school, just like, who can we kind of make fun of who like, but we can't be so mean, but like, you know, we were never, we were never the super catty or the super mean people, but I do think we all just like, we just loved, we had a love for complaining probably. Yeah. That was, uh, that was maybe one of the binders. Maybe you disagree. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Um, speaking of disagreement, should we get into uh, a Survivor? Because there's a lot of things I dislike about uh, Survivor. And a lot yeah. Of I well, like. oh, okay. I, I have some follow-up questions just about like your Survivor journeys, but we can okay. save that yeah, for please, the end. Um, but I'll introduce the show first. Welcome to Idle Chatter. I'm Laura. Ashley is in Wisconsin this week. Um, and again, we're joined by Dylan and Jenny. Thank you for filling in. But well, for I before we'll go like in kind of a chronological order, but first I want to know what would you have chosen, sustenance or decadence? I mean, I'll speak for myself, but like, and I do most of the cooking, but I'm a I'm a savory guy for sure, a hundred percent. Like, and we're in the food space, and it it and we're cooks, and I was like, uh, well, I'm in the food space, and I'm a cook, and uh, Jenny's a consumer, and uh, but no, savory for me, a hundred percent. The other thing is, I think. Like at this point, uh, for Omar's decision, it's a little like it 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 holds really no weight. It was such a you know Jeff with the twist. Oh, if you want cake, you can invite somebody else. Empty it's like carbs. It's too. like no, it's just a stupid thing. It's like uh, for Omar especially for his justification. I want the people who need it. Like there's a reason they didn't show any strategy while that was happening. There was a reason that that clip was only 12 seconds long of them eating the cake and whatever. It's because nothing happened because none of it mattered. It was everything's already set. All your allegiances and all your alliances. Okay, okay. And she just already... asked you savory or sweet. Well, Jenny, what would you affect? I think I would also do savory just because it's like more protein and things. Like I get being, you know, you miss all of these things. It's only been 20 days. Like. Yes, cake is good, but like mm-hmm. I also want to think only about- twenty days. Like someone who's who's never eaten for twenty days. Like you've done this stint before. No, but what like, do you mean? but like only. that's not, but that's not going to be the thing that I like. I'm running to is chocolate cake. It's like I need like a piece of like meat or like chicken or or French fries. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, sous vide ribeye on the uh, yeah. On the, uh... Come on. What kills me is that cake was clearly like already made what were they gonna have done with the cake if the cake wasn't chosen what do you mean what do you think jeff survives on what do you think yeah. mr jeff eats it's just cookies it's just like it, the guy just eats 12 cookies for, for every night he you know, didn't he's not in that great of shape at 60 by eating <laughs> chocolate cake and cookies you think on the nights that they're not using like the immunity necklaces and stuff that jeff like wears them around <laughs> Like, like, do you think he like he like eats all the rewards that people don't, like? Jeff just gets lifetime Applebee's on Fiji, <laughs> the like, necklace and nothing else. It's just a strictly like Jeff Applebee's. That, this is just a whole different tangent, but I just think it's funny. Yeah. Well, so we we get into it, and we get a pretty substantial flashback to Last Tribal, where Drea says that you know Omar was responsible. And mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of sets up the entire episode. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it, it does. Like, I, it's tough in these recaps because I like, you know, when you watch, like, when you really give a shit about the episode and you remember Last Tribal so specifically, like, that was such a big, that was one of the biggest tribals of, of Survivor history, right? Well, like, 
yeah. I mean, I would say, right, at least in the last 10, like at least 10 seasons or so. Um, it might not even have been the biggest, but I think it was like felt by all. Like it was, there were so many emotions. Drea went out so gracefully. Jeff said something like it was just acknowledged. Right. In this Jeff, beautiful Jeff broke way. the third wall. And like he like spoke, yeah. he said a different line that he ordinarily would not say, which is like so, you know, unlike Survivor. And then the other thing she did was like, yeah, she left and she said, Omar, I want to let she left every member with like a little tidbit about them, which in my opinion, actually, I feel like it's a little inappropriate for the game. Like you should you should leave and not get to say that. And you should say all that shit like on the on the on the on the review but i you know what she said and the only thing they showed the reason i'm bringing this up the only thing they showed of hers was like hey omar i want to like she tried to throw omar under the bus that was her like vengeance and revenge trying to get back and then she left everybody else with like a little thing but it was still such a pleasant send-off you were still kind of this person just got smoked out of like everything that they thought was happening and they're leaving with a smile on their face and it really like I, we were smiling. We thought it was like such a fun moment last. Uh... I loved it too. But to your point, like I was like, I didn't know that was allowed. I didn't know. Like, I just want to know. I just want a rule book. And I guess like the whole thing is like, it's season 42. There are no rules, but like, right. I still want them. I still like it. It, Yeah. And, I, I, you know, maybe that's, maybe that happens more. We just don't see it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it probably does. Right. Because people are hotheaded and when they leave, they're like, it's it's funny too because when I saw you guys last weekend, you asked me, you're like, how about Survivor so far? How about that episode? But like when I'm not in that mode, like when I'm like in like baby mode, I just like it's hard for me to switch my brain. I feel like I was just like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but then fortunately, we and we'll talk about this later with like the Survivor journey for us. Um, but like my brother and his his fiance Melissa were there. And they're the ones who got us into Survivor. And so I was easily like, and and you guys were there. So I was like, oh, we're like amongst friends. Yeah. To be completely honest, we are the outcasts in our crew. If we're like, if we're like, oh, like, you know, we're like here, we're like out getting drinks. And then Jenny and I will slip into some Survivor talk and people are like, what? They're like, like what, what are you, you watching? Like, and we're like, like we're like, oh, we're like, oh, we watch Survivor. <laughs> and like somebody in fucking, and someone in New York is like, also, I don't know if I can uh, curse here, but it's yeah. going to be hard. It's explicit. Okay, yeah, you can you can bleep me out. Um, no, no, we have the little e next to it, so it's fine. Fuck. Okay, that's awesome. Um, anyway, they like. There's been so many people I've mentioned it to, and no matter how I'm like, I'm gonna change the stigma. I'm gonna change the stigma. Everybody's like, no, that's that's not. They're like, Dylan, you can't pull that off. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll just watch it. I'll just watch it on my on my own. I'm out here every day trying. Um, I know, I know. Yeah, well, and I, I know, like, when I first start, when we first started the podcast, like, a f- three, three or so years ago, you were like, Connor's really into it. And I think when you got into it, you're like, yeah, me and Connor should c- come on. I feel like that that might be a lot of energy for one. This oh feels, dude, this feels manageable. Because you, when you guys, when you guys argue. You would never, oh, you, no, wouldn't, you I wouldn't wasn't, get it to get a word in. It's stressful. I wasn't, I wasn't questioning what you said. I was I was merely saying a lot of energy in like that's an understatement. Um, um, Jenny's been privy to a lot of um, loud. You know, my family, we, we use volume as a. Sometimes I have to be like, Dylan, you're shouting. You're shouting. You're no, we use, we use, we, it's like, we don't, we don't really interrupt each other. We start talking at the same time, but at a volume that's a little louder. 
so that like hopefully the other person it's yeah it's just a thing but yes no it would certainly be too much but we did we have a group text with them where we discuss survivor amongst other things uh although mostly survivor and uh connor texted us my brother texted us tonight and said make your calls now for who's going to be the winner because he doesn't he wants he, you know he wants to hedge his bets a little bit and we got some good we all chose someone different i no. think oh no a lot of Lindsay's, two the two Lindsay's, one Marianne and one Mike. Who did and, each of you pick? Uh, who'd you pick? I was between Lindsay and Omar, but Omar went home, so Lindsay. <laughs> I, I feel picked, like yeah. Go ahead. Who who would you have? Well, I shouldn't say I feel like I have the kiss of death because every time I say that I like somebody, they like I like I think when I saw you, I was like, yeah, I want Omar. I think Omar is like doing the best, and then he went yeah. home. Well, because like last, like he was portrayed as a mastermind last season, and that came that came to bite him. Like the the I Not texted last season, last episode. I'm sorry, last episode, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was it was too big and too great of a move for it to go unnoticed. But he was, I mean, the whole season he's had great gameplay, and like everything he said has happened. So it was like it came to that point. It was like, yeah, he's a really good player, and that's why I said maybe he can outsmart. But I thought. If what you said, they set it up for this episode. I was like, yeah, I guess that does make a lot of sense. But I just figured if they had the opportunity to get Jonathan out one more time, they would have done it. Is anyone in your group text rooting for Jonathan to win? Um, I am. I didn't pick Jonathan to win, but I'm rooting for Jonathan. I find that, and of course, you know me as white guy uh, in in with the in the current, honestly, in like not current, but in the general political climate that like we've evolved to in twenty twenty two, like it it's weird to back up a guy who you're like he's he's cut like a Greek god, he's got hair like a like he's in bio like he's in Biodome that movie with Pauly Shore, he's dumb as rocks. And he thinks he's smarter than everyone. It's like he's like the perfect. He, he you, you, you want to hate him so bad. I just feel bad. I'm just like, you're like, like. And that being said, also, when was the last time that like a big, powerful, alpha male? He's also one, a superhuman. One survivor. Like, yeah. like the truth. The truth of the matter is, those guys. They're always in. They always perform well. They always get voted out. Oh, the they're NFL always player. Like, they, yeah, le- last him. season. Uh, 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 what was his name? Last. Uh, Danny. 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 Danny was great. Danny. He was like the pinnacle of like a good dude. He played the game super fair. There were a bunch of times, and yet like gets taken out, right? Yeah. Or or is whatever because he's. And then Jonathan comes in. Also, he's like you can't knock the guy. He, he he's what he lacks in 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 sort of we'll say intellectual Smart. charisma. He he is an absolute beast at challenges. What he lacks in brains, he makes up in brawn. Yeah, with the exception of when the challenges he, that involve when he puzzles. he carried the whole team through the ocean and everyone else was drowning. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he gets his whole team through and Jeff's like, we got to call the challenge. And it's like, this, <laughs> this one dude just aquamaned everyone out of the water on his on his thing. But anyway, I am I am in a way rooting for him. I think uh, I think they've I think they've shown choice clips for him. But of course, like how the hell am I supposed to know, right? It seems like everything he says is dumb. And mm-hmm. I have to think like sometimes he says like, okay, stuff. Um, but that being said, we uh, in this discussion, and my brother always reminds me of this, is like we can only, we can only discuss what we see. 
we can't discuss what happens, like what we what we presume happens elsewhere, because like the truth of the matter is we don't know any of these people. So all of our all of our like notions about yes and no, yes and no. I mean, it's like you can be colored by your intuitions about people, but your intuitions are shaped entirely by the cuts and the, and, the, and the editors of this show. It's like, it, I don't know. It, it's tough. So so that being said, he's I don't I don't think he's a tough choice, but that like he he. He's not gonna win. There's nobody. There's nobody on that jury who's gonna let Jonathan win. Wait. That's the like- other thing is, you know how everybody gets voted out and then they have a glow up. Mm-hmm. So do you think like we should like everyone should just like they should just vote Jonathan out to see what he does with his hair and his glow up? Oh my god. Well, maybe. But oh, I have, I have a couple things to say. One, he's a very polarizing person within like the the survivor community. Um, there's people who really love him. And then like to your point of like, you can't really know anything, but you can you can know some stuff. And he has some like pretty shitty political affiliations. That, that does not shock me at all. Like that, but also, but also that being said, we're like watching Survivor. We're not supposed to know that. But I don't know if you would remember saying this to me, but I had posted on a story about like how I think, survivor players are hottest when they are on the jury and then they're less hot at the reunion and you said something that was like very astute that you were like I don't remember what it was but it was the way you explained why they were hot hotter at at jury oh Oh, it's because it's because you you've been desensitized like you've stopped looking at the person as hot like, you know, there's there's certain things. And even this episode, I said, I was like, Jonathan, like, I was like, he's like, he's like, his hair is, just, he's like super attractive. And then it was like, but he's just such like, a, and the same thing with Lindsay. And the, of course, this is just my uh, style and what I'm drawn to. But it was also like, there, I was like, but if Jonathan just cut his hair, like the guy would be a model. He'd be like, whatever. And I'm not saying that because I'm sexually drawn to him, but I'm saying it because it was like, he looks like that sort of thing. And Lindsay is like, and these other people are gorgeous. And uh, Drea, after, uh, on the that jury. flower? I was like, flower with the raindrops. I was like, this is out of a, a Sports Illustrated day. Too. I was like, <laughs> um, but you know what happens is like, you start, uh, we're so conditioned to TV and Instagram and all these things being filtered and being made up and whether that means like an actual Instagram, like, like or a photo filter or just someone doing this to themselves, being made up for an event, being your best, right? Whatever that means in terms of like makeup and, and, and wearing the best clothes and doing these things. But after you see these people week in week out for eight or nine weeks, you start like you, you get accustomed to like, that's what Omar looks like. That's what Romeo looks like. This is who they are. So when they have a minor glow up and they get to wash their hair and they get to do their things, you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you see them at, at you see them weeks later at, um, uh, at reunion, reunion, right? And you're like, oh, like it's too much. Well, like, they're, now like they're sometimes, inside a building. They're like, they're back in. I also, I also think, and I don't know if this is like myth or lore or whatever. I think when you get voted off, there's stylists on site that work with Jeff and whoever else. And like, like people like I, I really do. And I think they help you. I think they bring things for each cast member that isn't like your own stuff because what you wear to reunion is your own style, yeah. which is why it's often so it's wacky. True. But what you look like on TV is TV style. 
Like that's what they've donned appropriate. Nobody wears crazy loud t-shirts. Nobody wears things that don't work. No, I mean, think about it. Look at everybody when they get voted to the jury. It's like the jury is always hot. It's always the hottest of the people because it's like, oh, okay. That person's in a clean shirt. They okay, let's their hair. get back to the episode. Anyway. Stop talking about how people are hot. <sighs> okay. Omar does like literally an evil laugh. He's like, my plan worked perfectly. Mike asks for his idol back. And Mike was like, this is ours now. Um, and Omar's new goal is to turn Jonathan and Mike against each other. And this is, they're kind of dissecting what happened at Tribal. And Mike is like, Omar, like, because Drea said what she said, like, you're going to get all of the credit, like, which you deserved. Um, and they're they're just kind of laying it out there. Mike's like, I wouldn't want to take me to the end either at this point. So, like, I got to cut Omar loose. It's, it's really coming down to, like, the three of them kind of turning against each other. You know, are you counting Lindsay out at that point? Not at all. I think they're counting her out. Mm-mm. You're saying okay. At this point, none of them are worried about Lindsay, right. and they sh- they should be. Yeah, I mean it's very much like bro party in their in their head. I think with the exception of Omar, um, because I can't imagine he's always been like welcomed with open arms into bro culture in the way that Mike and uh, Jonathan have. Right, like those guys are football players. You know, but the to fact the that team. they even like tried to get Romeo out, I was like, come on, guys! Like, well, there's there's someone better here than Romeo. It like, just it just shows like brute thinking. It's not like they're not they're actually not seeing to the end of the game. They just have loud barks and they have like poor execution, in my opinion. Like I I I. In many ways, I, we were shaking our heads. We were just like, what? It, it, well, and Romeo not adds nothing to the ahead. game. They're not thinking steps ahead. They were just thinking of like right then. There's Lindsay has immunity. Marianne, they, she's, she told them they had an extra vote. And there's nothing else to do. They were like, there's no other move. They, that's so, it was. They're still thinking alpha male when the game's not about that anymore. And it's yeah. like, uh, it, it. I don't know. It's so silly because it was just like there's there's so many. Romeo's the person you want to be sitting next to at the end, in my opinion. <laughs> For sure, like, no I'll, question I'll, about it. The Romeos at the end. Yeah, I want the I want the juries to be getting, Romeo. He's not getting I want, like, one vote. I want Jeff to be Romeo. I want everyone to be Romeo, just so that like you're the one that stands out because it like he's he's such a flounder. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. I think there's blinders on from them because they're so used to thinking in such like a alpha like power dog way. Um, although I'd say Jonathan probably more than Mike. I do feel like Mike has a little more. Uh, he's a little more dynamic such than Tony that. Vibes. Such Tony vibes with Mike. I'm like, you are Tony reincarnated. Well, yeah, you're you're. I don't, he's Tony, but he's got like cause he's got a little city like New York City influence because he's Hoboken. He's so close. It's kind of like Tony's from too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Tony was like Long Island or somewhere outside of yeah. New York. I think Mike just has a few more years of experience on Tony. And I could be wrong about that. They might be the exact same age. But I think I think Mike, he's seen something. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they have just different, like maybe years of experience. But like, I feel like they just have slightly different. Appro- Tony was like giddy and like running around. And yeah. Mama Mike, talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was like building... Climbing trees. Yeah, building secret hideaways and stuff. And I feel like Mike was just like, let's play the game. Like Mike 
earlier in the game would have been completely fine getting voted out and been happy and gone home. In my opinion, that would not have been the case for Tony. Tony was always in that to like win and like every little advantage he got, he was clocking. I do feel like some of it for Mike is like a little more. I also don't think Mike's as calculated as a player. No. Mike really, he turned a corner in my mind when he did like take a liking to Omar and they like had a moment that one episode where he like wanted to know about his religion and his beliefs. And it was just like, wow, he like, he cares about other people. And I was like, okay, I didn't give him that much credit in my head. And now I'm like, okay, but he's kind of lost that again for me. Yeah. It's like, it was, that was his high point, And now I'm just over him and Jonathan. So th- this next scene is really interesting when you think about it bookended with the last scene that we get before tribal because I I always love when the the shot is a little bit different so like I love like an early morning light blue light blue footage yeah. um and it's Mike talking to Marianne telling her that we need to turn against Omar like mm-hmm. he's the person we need to take out and Marianne's like I don't I can't give you my word one way or the other Omar and I are friends and you know Mike tries to tell her that you know playing both sides and Marianne says, you know, it's true. The jury just saw Omar turn from a caterpillar to a butterfly. And there is our episode title. There it is. Yeah. Um, I, I happened to read a book called The Very Hungry Caterpillar a lot at this phase of my life. So I was ready. I was ready for it. Um, it's still, I still read that. Why do you read that book? That's a thing. That's a classic for me as well. I'm just wondering, is there... Something in your life that it does it bring you a lot of comfort? It's it does. It's delightful. It's delightful. Um, well, so yeah, and Marianne then tells Mike that she has an extra vote, which like I'm sure you know as fans, like is this as much of a frustration for you when you see somebody tell somebody else about an advantage they have that they could have otherwise kept secret? Yes and no. Like there's a lot of times that people have made catastrophic survivor mistakes. And in this instance, at least in the way that it was portrayed, in my opinion, it was like, it, it, this wasn't one of those things. I also, uh, when you're talking about Marianne, I have so many thoughts because you start out feeling one way about her. And then she has these like incredibly pro- prolific moments where you're like, oh, this person just can't they can't really like filter all of what they're saying. But if you listen at the end of these tangents, there's always like value. There's always something at the end of this monstrous monologue that is good. And, and it's kind of like, that's a, in some ways, like that's a, it's symbolic of like the way she, she does stuff too. It's like, maybe she, she goes too hard in the beginning only to get this like strong end result. And maybe that's her strategy. Like maybe, like not within the game, but I mean in life, like maybe she's, maybe she's all, all the big words in the, in the, in the thesis. And then the body is a little weak and then the end result always works out. And that's been like her thing. Listen, she's gotten where she is. She was somebody that I would have counted out in the first two episodes. So it was kind of like, you remember, yeah, I mean, they were painting her, they were foreshadowing her as getting voted out because she was too annoying because she too much it was like you know anyway I feel like it could all be summed up in her trying to um unroll herself the other way during the challenge 100 she also has like childlike wonder she's like she's like she 
like deep down in her brain, she must know that that is not the most effective way to go about doing it. Like losing control multiple times, and yet, and yet, like that, it's gotten her this far. And I don't know if it's coverage from the other competitors who are taking it a lot more serious, but but yeah. What I mean, if, but would have Tribal been so much better if she just never told Mike and Jonathan about her extra vote? Because I don't like. Again, in what way did she think she was going to sway the two macho men who are like towering over her and have never really listened to her before? Wait, wait, wait. But there's but there's defense in offense. Like she's telling them because it's like, hey, like alpha bros who I'm not with. Clearly, I don't fit in with this duo. I have you. I have more than you guys have. This is my currency, right? This is what I have. You might think I'm, I don't have anything, but like I'm doing this move. I, and then she also said, I'm not going to tell you one way or the other if I'm going with you. So it was the ultimate, like, don't come for me because like, yeah. I'll get you. Like, there's no way you can get me. It was, it was her immunity idol. I know. And I she just had, rather, I'd wait, rather she have gotten one of them. But if she Omar did not say moment. it, but if she did not say it, it wasn't immunity. So she had to make it clear to enough people that wouldn't vote for her because she had double power. So like in many ways, I don't know. It's a, it's just, am I becoming a Marianne? I think Marianne's going to the end. Am I, I a Marianne? Uh, am I a Marianne Stan? I don't know. Am I a Mary Stan? <laughs> it's my, I, it's a roller coaster for me with Marianne. And I, I, I stick by, um, I love watching her on my TV every week, but I don't think I could live on an island with her for multiple <laughs> weeks. Island. I don't think I could I could have her as like a like a neighbor. <laughs> She'd probably be the sweetest neighbor. She would yeah. bring you leftovers. She would. She would watch Leto if we needed her. She too. would watch my dog. Yeah. Um. Okay. We Just wake up. Audience. It's not our child. That's our dog. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. It's it's a new day. Day twenty two. We we wake up to um some subtle snake B roll. Just throwing that mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Um. And sometimes, sorry to interrupt you. Do you think since they've been shooting on Fiji so many seasons in a row that they just have infinite B-roll? Yes. Right. And it might just, not even be from Fiji. Yeah. It's just from Getty. Right. What do you mean? That's like mm-hmm. Getty. Yeah, exactly. That's like mm-hmm. iprophoto.com. It's like, okay, like where's the stock footage? Like, uh, rat <laughs> someone, snake. Get, someone get the snake. No, um, there's someone on Reddit that's like, that's not even native to that region. <laughs> that would be a great thread. Um, okay wait so this okay snake b-roll sorry i sidetracked you (laughs) no it's fine it's fine um marianne tells omar that mike is paranoid and is is kind of coming for him thinking about playing his idol it's a lot of strategy very early on and then we get back to Lindsay's wanted jonathan gone i want to say for a date yeah for for days for i mean like it's been 20 a few episodes now, she has been gutting for Jonathan. She says that he is her main nemesis. If he is gone, I will win. Um, Mike tells Jonathan about his talk with Marianne, and Omar walks up, and he can clearly tell that they're discussing him. Um, Jonathan, and so to, to your point earlier, Dylan, like about you know Jonathan being more brawn than brains. Like he, to, to be fair, to be fair, he does say that he doesn't trust Omar or Lindsay. He says, you know, they think that I don't see it. But I see it. Yeah. I don't think he's strategic, but I do think he has some awareness. Like intuition. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. But again, like, 
he's, yeah. he's the biggest, most competitive guy on the island. Like he could have plugged in any two names there, and they would <laughs> like think about it. Like he. He, like he should have been gone a while ago if he like it, it, it. And they also would have gone for Lindsay if she didn't have immunity. Mm-hmm. She would be the one going out. Yeah, but also go good on Lindsay. That's we'll get there. I'm sure we'll, we'll recapping the episode. But um, but you know what? It, though at least the way it was portrayed and Mike being like, "Hey, come on over, Omar. Like we're just talking about what happened at Tribal. It's like that's a guy who's been shit talking other people who have walked in the room at the same time, right? He's a fireman, so I have to imagine there's guys around the firehouse that he's been bad mouthing, and they like roll into the room and he's like, "Come on over, come on over." It was very second nature. Do you think that's what like firefighters like? They're like that. They, I mean, I guess any job. I mean, why it's would not all, it's not all hunky dory? It's not like I'm. I'm sure it's not like. Why would know, their job be any different? Right. Although I, I bet they're not like criticizing each other on like their abilities to put out fires. I bet it's more like work around the the house. Yeah. Like uh, rather than the firehouse. I bet it's not like, well, I could I could put out a three-story fire. And they're like, you can only put out a two-story fire. My hose is bigger. Um, <laughs> I bet there's a lot of that, actually. But, but who's to say? Jonathan, so Jonathan does mention that, you know, he says the Taku Four have made it to the final six and as far as we're going to go and it's time to break up, which is really significant. We have Lindsay, Jonathan, Marianne, and Omar all from Taku, which it is pretty impressive. We, we like we talked about that during the episode. I was yeah. like, that's a really impressive fact. Like that's just uh, just in general, because especially the way that things are trending early on, they were such early competitors, Lindsay and Jonathan. It was like so there was even such a point early on in the game where we were like, oh, Lindsay and Jonathan, like, you know, as you do, you're like, oh, they probably like have a crut. Like, oh, they're 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 like a pair. They were like friends. You know, like they're it like, oh, nice. they were they were friends. They were like, we're the we're we're, we're competitors in this. Like what like this and and what's more shocking though is is like because typically competitiveness and edge and immunities and, and, and winning challenges gets you so far in the game. But Omar and both Omar and Marianne, Omar who's like the, the evil mastermind and Marianne who is this sort of like blissful like blissful uh, 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 force um they're they're all still there it's really it's, it's really impressive that's something that's something <laughs> we get to the reward challenge and we alluded to it earlier but the first part is you have to unspool yourself from this spool of spool of rope and you're obviously going to get super dizzy you have to go through an obstacle course and then you have to solve a block puzzle of a little compass and you get to choose between sustenance of grilled chicken and veggies or decadence of chocolate cake and cookies um and okay i just want to say what you say it just like jeff (laughs) well i was okay i was going to say that like this is something that we talk about a lot is just like jeff's everything about Jeff and he was on one for this challenge like he seemed like maybe he had a cocktail maybe he like, I don't know but he was he was enthused he was more enthusiastic than he normally is and I feel like that's saying something um starting with he's he was like let's do it final six like it was just a lot like it's just it's 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 great. Uh, there's there's parts later. Um, he says his. I have a couple of quotes that I'll I'll share, but um, not really like a ton to go over. Like it's obviously Jonathan's like leading the pack, but like it's also like even pretty quickly, except for Romeo. Um, Jeff says something like he's like, 
if, when they're on the puzzle, he's like, if you're right or if you're wrong, it's just a matter of time before disappointment smacks you in the face. Yeah. Just <laughs> listen to the sound of the challenge. And I'm like, what are you saying? What are you wait, saying? Wait, 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 wait. I also like loved that because I was like, okay, like this is so interesting to mention this because I was like, oh, great. They're going to play no sound. They're just going to let us listen to like sliding puzzles. And I was like, that's interesting because I'd love to actually know what it's like. Nope. They masked it to like an orchestra piece where it was like, and then like that thing would go, and it was like sliding up, but that was with a flute. You know, it was like all these different things. I was like, wait, just, just play the play. I was like, just let us see the sliding thing. And then, you know, to, to, but, but Jeff did have a couple of things. The other thing is those challenges. I, I'm so, I'm so interested in them because it's like, what do you do? You have to jump. Was it? That, you're, you're going ahead to immunity when they have the hurdles yeah um this okay all right we'll, we'll wait for that well um, the, i think the challenges too with these two seasons back to back and being the shorter time span i they have it's been weird i don't think we're seeing like quite the production level like the immunity one we do that was like a big like mega challenge that felt very very survivor but some of them have been like pretty i don't know looks like somebody like set that up last night. Um, but so I, this is pretty neck and neck. I thought Marianne might win, but ultimately Omar wins. And like my immediate note was like, and I, I, I guess honestly, in hindsight, this is, I don't stand by this thought, but I was like kind of a bad time to win because if you were a target already, you're making yourself even more of a target. But I guess like now I'm like, he was already a target. Why not have some cake as well? Um, I guess that wasn't his intention, though. I, I, I honestly feel like Omar thought he was like too. He was Teflon. I thought it yeah. was like. He, oh yeah, like, yeah. He was like nobody's noticed me in this whole game, and like that's that's except you know the last move was so catastrophically big that it made everyone turn their heads directly towards him, and it was like, oh. You are the you're the person who's orchestrating this whole thing. Well, so this was probably like my favorite Jeff. This was this was like what sealed it for me was Omar says like, you know, my niece, my eight year old mm -hmm. niece is like really afraid to try, which is like kind of blowing up her spot. But he's like, you know, she doesn't like taking chances like she's like, you know, afraid to try new things. Her, her name's Hannah. And then Jeff looks right at us, right at us, right at the camera and says he's like preaching to all of the eight year olds out there. And he's he says like this is about pushing yourself to the limit and then taking one more step. It's like a real inspirational speech. And I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's usually the kind of conversation that we have at the time of like the reunion when he like inspires the youth. So I actually, <laughs> I saw that and in my head said, Omar is going home. Like there I actually, I feel as if they give like it and it's maybe it's me leaning too much into like the edit of things, but I feel as if we mentioned this before, everyone gives those speeches. Everyone gives those when they win things and they're only ever shown in like this, the, the episode before they leave or the whatever. And rarely is it like the, it, did you get someone's, do you get someone's story? And unless it's like a, Unless it's a prolific story, unless it's a, a Zeke or a, or was that his name? Zeke? Yeah. The trans guy from mm -hmm. Brooklyn. Or unless it's like, a, you know, there's like a bunch of like these super inspirational stories where people, call, call, you know, climb themselves back from, from adversity. Um, but I do feel like it, it, 
I was like, okay, something about this is a little different. Like something about this one is a little, um, although I was still unsure, you know, you kind of, I kind of, you, you make can't that know note. know from the reward then... channel. I, I mean, from the root challenge, but I think but it was, also, he hasn't won anything either. So it was listen, like, also, he won on the puzzle. <laughs> he like did okay. The other, the other part of it is like, a lot, lot of, a lot of entertainment options since Survivor got in the game. People, eight, a lot of eight and ten year olds ain't so much tuning into CBS at eight p.m. to watch whatever. They're, you know, like when when Survivor's competing with TikTok, like you, like you got to start talking to younger. I'm surprised Jeff isn't like all you four and five year olds out there learning to say, you know, the the basics of English. I want to let you know. You want to come to Fiji and compete in Survivor Junior, Junior, Juniors? You could be out here with me eating all the Applebee's and 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 outback blooming onions that yeah. you could have. Laura, would you have the cake and chocolate chip cookies, or would you have gone um, chicken and veg? Yeah, what's your move? Well, it's tough because the other component is that Jeff says there is a twist. If you pick the chicken, you can bring two people. If you pick the chocolate cake, you can pick three. I'm such a people pleaser, like that. I I just worry that that would be my. I would want I would want to pick. The maximum number of people but chicken is the safer bet yeah but I chocolate don't. cake doesn't buy you votes now like it, it's like it's 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 too late yeah it wasn't like also I, I don't even think they do this anymore but it's not like it comes with you get to eat it in a hotel or a you know like a sanctuary or whatnot it's just like here's literally a store-bought chocolate cake and, and bad looking 12 chocolate chip cookies and that's it it did feel well in general the the rewards have been like pretty shitty for the past couple of but these last two seasons it's because they can't go they were still in covid lockdown right yeah. so it was like yeah. you can't you can't go anywhere so it is all literally yeah. freezer yeah freezer food um and, yeah but i think i think it would have been more impact like the the twist i don't think was quite as like impactful as jeff wanted it to be but Long story short, Omar picks decadence. He brings Romeo because he hasn't had anything to eat. Marianne. All the rice that he's stolen from everyone else. I hate Romeo so much. <laughs> he's, he, he, will, he is one of my least liked characters of all, he of, irks. Of all time. He irks. All time? Of all time. Of all time. No, that's dramatic. No. It's no, just because no, no, he's no. fresh in your mind. So dramatic. No. There were so many worse. So the whole many uh, worse. Survivor for all for Survivor. We got into Survivor in the pandemic. All of it is fresh in my mind. Okay. Like it's like kind of like he, he this person is fresher for sure because it's a current season that's happening. But like I, I guess there's a lot of people I haven't liked, but like he I, I don't that's know. That's not true. You're it's because we're watching it right now. You are not remembering so many other people. All right, everybody, everybody, uh, uh, Insta DM me with your least liked uh, 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 survivor, survivor people. I'll let you know if I hate Romeo more or less than that. Messaging you for the next like seventy two hours of all of the people that you're not thinking yeah. of. Um, messaging her and be like, "Don't ever have that guy on." Again. It'll be okay. Um, he also brings Mike. Which was, I mean, like, smart. Like, you can't keep him and Jonathan together. And they say, like, Jonathan and Lindsay eat all our rice. Um, you thought the cookies didn't look that good? I thought they looked okay. And I actually went to my pantry and I got cookies out because I, they made me hungry. Oh. Yeah. 
So see, I went to my pantry at at eight p.m. I got a little chicken and vegetables out, and I just uh, <laughs> I, I had a little savory plate just to spite Jeff, and I brought three of my friends or two of my friends with me. I like how you've been calling it sweet or savory, and you refuse to say sustenance or decadence. <laughs> yeah. Um, same shit. My one comment, like. I just, I don't know. The things that I like about Survivor are just super random. Like, I love the the detailed production design. And I liked that they had these, like, I don't know if you noticed, like, the forks had these, like, little wooden handles. Like, you're cute. It's cute. Like, it's a good job. So somebody was trying. Somebody made an effort. The cake was ridiculous. Like, store-bought, like, it, the piping around the edges, I don't even know that there was it didn't even look like cake. It looks like a moose, like more of a moose, more of a moose consistency. So, so actually, I kind of, I kind of do wonder, I don't know if it's store-bought, but I bet there's a resort or something that their survivor crew stays at, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. And they must, they feed them. Right. So like, that's the way that that goes. And I bet it's one, I bet it's just like a sort of basic resort in Fiji. And they, this is what they do. And they, can make a chocolate cake and that's like kind of like, like what they the made most no they were making like a double double chocolate ever. cake and then you know and that's what the pastry chef did i'm glad that they didn't like you know what the one thing i'm really glad about that survivor doesn't do is they don't do like customized like survivor shit they're not like oh this is the like it doesn't have like the picture like it's not like a picture cake where it has like the team members Jeff's <laughs> face on it you know what i mean like, you don't want that honestly <laughs> I just want Jeff to get on Patreon again, so uh, or not Patreon, on cameo, cameo, so we can get my yeah my brother Melissa thing. Oh my god! Wait, can I tell you that for Mother's Day a couple years ago, I got my mom a cameo from Ozzy, and she like doesn't know what cameo is. She was, she thought that it went. She was like, "How did you do this?" And like I think she thought because like I have a Survivor podcast that I had like connect oh, like I called it a favor, and I was like, "No, I paid for this. Like it's above board." But she, you're like, you're like mom, mom, I just I I DM Jeff on Twitter, and he was like super happy to do it. She like still watches it to this day. Like when she needs a pick me up, it's adorable. Is that how you got into Survivor? My mom, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. yes, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I still have a group text with her and my aunts. They does they it don't. pop off every every like every like eight forty five p.m. on Wednesdays? Sometimes I'll say like, "Hey, starting five minutes late, I'm a little behind," and they don't. They oh, don't. they just they just rip in with the spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but so Jonathan and Lindsay have this. Liz is like I don't. I did not even find this like super interesting, but they're at camp together and like they're both trying to make each other feel comfortable, but they both know what's going on. No one's fooling anybody. Yeah. These are the moments that I wonder about, like these two people who have like not been bullshitting the whole time. We must not be seeing the footage where they're both like, all right, so this is what's fucking happening, and, like, here we are. Like, does no one ever keep it real on Survivor, or are we just not allowed to see that, is, like, what I kind of wonder. I think I think we just don't see it. Yeah, yeah, like, they must just be talking about how, you know, they understand where they're at, they understand where everybody else is at, and, like, what, like they're not necessarily talking strategy, but they can acknowledge. Like, there's never any acknowledgement. Yeah, no, I, I feel like... There's definitely some of that's edited out. Um, 
and so they, everybody gets back. It was a pretty short. Yeah, you're. I thought that was a very good point that like we there was no strategy discussed on that reward. Like that's it just wasn't. Um, Lindsay it was, tells it was two scenes of of Mike putting <laughs> chocolate cake in his face and then someone going and then Marianne going, oh, it's a great cookie. And then it was like, okay, that was their journey. And it was like, here we go back back to. Lindsay tells Mike that it's got to be Jonathan, and Mike is like, but I want Omar. Um. At this point, Mike realizes that Lindsay has an idol and he tells everyone and he's immediately panicked by this. And I don't know about you, but this took me a second to understand why Mike was panicked. I guess I still kind of don't understand. I mean, like his concern was that she would play the idol for Omar. Yeah. I mean, his concern is that Omar is an idol switching mastermind, right? So like Mike got swindled out of his idol and it worked mm-hmm. but like imagine if omar is just pulling another move i see what you're saying yeah like he omar is the is a, he's a, he's got slippery hands when it comes to idol right it's like somebody gives it to him he can give it away somebody gives him this he can give it away so it's kind of it's kind of like this i can see why mike is guarded because mike knows omar and Lindsay are super tight tighter than anybody else in the game and it's kind of like Okay, if one of one of Omar's allies has this idol, it means it's it, it doesn't mean it's that person's idol, especially if that person's already safe. Oh. I just tried to pick Leto up and I, I think I grabbed his collar by accident. Oh, oh Leto does sorry. not want to be in the podcast. No. Just let him just just uh you Sorry. No, it's okay. I think I just I didn't view Lindsay and Omar as like being that tight that I that we needed to worry about that. But again, like I think it's more like. But again, though this this episode has made it very clear that like at least that's the the the, the image they were portraying is that like they are the tight crew and that they are like those two are the mm-hmm. other. But I also think it's like game recognizes game. Like it's kind of like that adage of like they're both playing on a level that's a little higher than everybody else. Like it really it really does feel that way. And then other people have lucked into different things, but like they haven't. Of course, Lindsay lucked through the last tribal and there's no refuting that. But like Omar is like, he he earned to be where he is. Lindsay earned to be prior to, the, again, the caveat being the tribal, earned to be where she was. Also, her being out on that tribal was crazy. That's like a, that it, it's, that's that's a non-survivor thing, in my opinion. The fact that, like, if you lose a challenge, you're voted out, and everyone else gets to sit out the challenge. Like, that's kind of crazy. So, anyway, she, like, never was deserving to be there, um, even though I wanted her to go home because I was, like, like Team Jonathan, um, you know, notwithstanding any of his, like, personal political views. Like, <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, yeah, um, I'm not aligning with anything that Jonathan does, um, especially his hair. Um, <clears throat> but I think, like... I, they're they're Omar and, and they're two completely separate cat like like uh, competitors, right? Sure. Omar made it this far, uh, she made it this far for different reasons, and they're probably like this is, I don't know, this is like what we both well, I don't we both deserve to be here and not for any other reason than eh, they just want to be allies. They bo- they also are both cocky enough they think they can like out talk the other person at the end. Omar like every interview we've had with omar one-on-one with the camera he's said captivating shit and he's made those maniacal laughs and he's done all the things where we've all sat back and been like oh my god this is the guy who's like running this whole game 
So if he can do that to us, the audience, he can do that to the jury because he's now like knocked them all out and they all have actual hard evidence at how good he is. So it's not just his delivery of like a, a, of a presentation that's good. Um, he's been he's been understated as a leading man, in my opinion. It's funny that you mentioned the interviews because Ashley and I got a little bit in the weeds last week about going for the sound bite and when you can sometimes tell when the players are trying to go for the sound bite. And you know, you know who doesn't go for the sound bite but should get all of them, Marianne. Yeah. In my opinion, she says all that shit in her real life. And also, like, everything is just a quotable, like, perfect moment. It's like, Absolutely. Uh, and I don't think that was something that you got a lot of, like, in old school Survivor. But I think now it's, like, more and more. And it's I, I almost didn't notice it. But now that Ashley was on that pointed it out, and now I, I notice it a lot. Um, well, it's, a, it's a byproduct of the social media age. And... The, the internet, right? Like, listen, what did you, what did we talk about just before? What's the name of the, at this episode? The caterpillar turns into a butterfly. And that's a quote from someone, right? Marianne. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're, so if, like, if you want to be the title of podcasts on Survivor, you have to say shit on Survivor that it could be the title of podcasts. You know, like it, they, they're, and not that Marianne's like conniving in that way, but they're all kind of playing a game to be. Sure. You don't go on reality TV show anymore without. Also, you like, don't go on Survivor if you don't love it, and if you haven't watched all these other people do it before you and seen. But, but that's but that's a good point. There are like every every season of Survivor, you can tell that there are like real competitors, and then there are real fans. And it's not to say you can't be both, but there's definitely a counterbalance in each individual contestant that you can see over time. Jonathan is a competitor, not a mega fan. Marianne is a mega fan, not a competitor. Lindsay is an interesting balance of the two. Omar is a mega fan and not a competitor. Mike is a fan and kind of a competitor. Like, like there's there's this 50-50. It's one of those. Um, it is. Those... It's one of these, like, uh, yeah, yeah, these are. Yeah, no one on the podcast can see, but we're both holding up our hands in an X configuration. One of those boxes. Wow. Yes, yes. Um what it is but it really is it's like one of these everyone's got this slightly different um um, balance to them and yeah it makes you root for people you always root for a mega fan because they're they're more relatable um right like like no one in this season in my opinion is less relatable to me than jonathan aside from the fact we're both like white guys like we look like different species like we're not at all so but at the same time i'm like but that guy's really good at this game like he doesn't have to be a fan to be really good. It's kind of amazing that they let him on. Like, wouldn't he, wouldn't they like just guess? <laughs> like, like he should he, be in a different league. Yeah, that he would have won everything. Like, if I saw that guy, I would be like, besides the hardest puzzle challenge, he is going to what win. Mean? But they let, every physical they let NFL challenge. players on. They let yeah. NASA scientists on. Yeah. They let, like it's not necessarily about. And who wins? Again, it's never, never the big person. guy that yeah. wins. Um, is the word that we were looking for, by the way, just a quadrant? Yeah. Yeah, probably. It was driving me crazy. Why do you have um, a chrome window up? Hmm? Do you have a chrome window up? Would you, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's really funny is I first I Googled box. Like I was like, it's a scale. Like it's a scale from zero to 10, you know, but mm-hmm. it's also a square. But in my head, I was like, it's a box. So I Googled box scale 
And then obviously I got like a scale to weigh packages. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. Um, <laughs> going we have three of those coming to your house in the, uh, tomorrow on Prime. <laughs> but uh, but we did get the name of <laughs> Going back to the name of the episode, I did want to mention for I – didn't, I didn't look this up ahead of time. Um, so I just looked it up now on my as I was Googling. Um, the name of the reward challenge, Dizzy Miss Lizzie. And then we'll get into the – but all of the challenges this season, and I think last – and I, maybe even before that have been music references. Okay. They're having fun. They're having fun with the challenge names. Um, okay. So real, before we get into the next challenge, Mike, being paranoid about this, he then tells – Marianne that they need to work together because of Lindsay's idol and he says like I'd play my idol for you um so that that seed's being planted as well he tells her that Lindsay has an idol it feels like such a nice moment like I know it's the trope of like old hard white guy who we all think thinks a certain way you know and Marianne kooky black girl who like whatever like it 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 but honestly, it like it it feels like it makes a lot of sense. It it also kind of feels like they they could be friends in like real life. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like they'd have a really good time together. And it's kind of this like it it I disagree. I don't think they would ever be friends in real life. I think they'd get along <laughs> I think they'd get along famously in real life. But also I feel like this episode too, with all of the idols, it just felt like every almost everyone, everyone had, had, an an, idol. had an idol. Mm-hmm. There's so many idols being played around. It's like I was kind of Survivor is becoming more about defense than it is offense. Because when you dwindle it down to this way, and there's all these different, three people have different tickets and different things, and they turn into different things, and then you can find X, Y, Z. It's like almost like there's a saturation. Don't you think an amazing season would be a season with no idols, but they don't tell them that there aren't any idols? Yes, 100%. Everyone's looking in the woods all the time. But you know what they do? They hide, like they, they give them, they give all their camp materials that they give to them with like, like beads and shit on them. Yeah. Everything's embellished so that like if someone was clever enough, they can be like, oh, I made this idol. It would be a good season. Or if there were like already planted maybe by the crew, like all of these fake idols with the real idols. So then when you opened it, Jeff would like actually have to tell nah, you. No, that's too much. That's too, fake. yeah. Cause that would, that would, that would sway it too much. Cause they you wouldn't be able to tell. So it'd be like the ultimate, like. Mean? I think there might be a way in which players can vote on the genuineness of an idol. Mm. Like you, if you can sway enough people to think that your idol is real in like the hidden voting area, it should become real. Yeah, but we'll never be able to do that in like the way the flow of the game. I mean, we're talking about you. We're talking about the crew members hiding a bunch of fake <laughs> idols. None of this shit is good. Anyway, go on. We're getting. I excited. mean, so so many things that you never thought would actually happen have happened. Like must right. like fire Josh, tokens. Right, um, York, and then what's this? What's this? A uh, th- th- uh, two for one? Or the, oh yeah. The three, the the two death boxes, and the one the flame and the two skulls, which has now worked two times in a row, which also, Jeff, I'm very curious about because the odds are not in that favor, but the ratings are up, I'm sure, because of it. <laughs> Matt's 100% on your side with thinking it's rigged. But but yes, he says, we get to day 23. We have, and this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is like a big-ass mega course challenge. Like, this feels like a 
season 35 survivor challenge i just feel like they've been a little bit phoned in not phoned in, like not anyone's fault i just think with like the short time frame covid they didn't have all of their building materials there is a lumber shortage but they saved their lumber for this challenge this is a big course um it's called it's it's called give me gimme like you know two m's give me Uh three steps um Leonard Skinner saw it. I would not have known that on my own. Um, but it's it's one of those where you have to build a staircase and then you have to do a table maze. And there's hurdles in the beginning, too. It's just like a lot of different things. It's funny that they named it Give Me Three Steps, but the, the course was actually four steps at a time. Many steps. Well, no, no, but it was like you you could only pick up four boards at a time and bring them over. It just seems like that was a miscalculation. Like, why not just make it three and have th- five runs instead of four? Anyway. Well... Okay, the, and to, Jeff, don't worry. To your point, this is like to me. I thought this had Jonathan's name all over it. Those hurdles, I could. A hurdle jump is something I could never do. But what is, but what what is a hurdle even doing there? What who does it slow down? Because even like even anyone, even even hurdles are hard. Yes, but you don't need to do them running. Hurdles are hard when you need to sprint and get over them. When you have time, like you're right. You're right. Everyone's like, okay, it's a rush. It's a rush. Get over them. Get over them. Oh, yeah. Our our dog is going. Leto has a lot of thoughts about Survivor. Um, Actually, he's like, he's normally pretty captivated by Survivor. Um, This, this, this episode, not so much. I think the person he he wanted to win is voted out. Um, I think he was a Roxroy guy. And I think, uh, No, I just think like a hurdle is a silly thing to start a challenge with because you can slide over them. You can like do whatever. Like it's kind of a, and then knots, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, ton of knots. Omar and Lindsay are kind of in the lead with the stair building. Um, Omar has. Because it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. Um, I get one, again, one of my favorite Jeff lines of the episode, of the episode, maybe this season. He goes, it's day 23 of Survivor 42. Six players left. You got to step up your game or you go home. And it was just like, you could tell he had that one prepared, I thought. Oh, he's like, he's, 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 he's reading these in the mirror before he goes out. Like, he's like, let's, let's see how this lands. I also want to mention, because I know that you take notes during the episode, obviously based on running this podcast, I jotted down a note and one of them was about, um, one of them was about Lindsay actually, and her almost falling off the, um, almost falling off the uh, balance beam. And she like does this amazing thing where she's untying the knot and she almost falls off. And then she pulls on the knot to like use it as a balance and regains her thing. And she's like almost falling. It was, it's incredible. It was incredibly impressive. And I was like that, I, I'm a, I'm a Lindsay fan for sure. She's doing um, a good job. She is. I mean, the, the, the sheer athleticism. It comes down to her and Jonathan doing the table maze. Jonathan gets his ball in first and then she lands hers. And then they're really neck and neck, but she wins. And I think like, I, I just feel like she like really wanted to beat Jonathan, like on merit, you know what I mean? Like fair and square. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think she, I don't think she, I mean, I think she wanted, she would have wanted him to go home regardless, but I feel like she would rather him go home, her having beaten him in a challenge. Well, something nice about this one too, because it's not just sheer um, strength, mm-hmm. which a lot of the which a lot of the challenges are like, which Jonathan would win and and has won, 
Um, Jonathan is willing to put himself through more pain than she is. Mm-hmm. He's he's just he's he's probably used to it. Um, and I like I bet the guy hurts himself frequently in terms of like training and doing different things. And she beat him in a challenge that was physical, not mental. And just like that, that's all that it, she beat him in a physical challenge. It wasn't just physical, but it was like, you know, it was configuration. It was dexterity. It was like a few different things. And I'm, I was, I was happy. I was like, you said you wanted Jonathan to win. I wanted Lindsay to win. I wanted Jonathan to win because I don't want Jonathan to go home because I think like big guys never win this shit. But also I was happy that Lindsay went one. It's not like I dislike with Lindsay because I like one of the other contestants more. I'm glad Omar went home, honestly, because that guy was like a puppeteer. He sure was. Lindsay was so happy. Um, Jonathan says that him and Mike are going to have to vote Romeo. And I'm, I was floored by that. I was like, how in the world could Jonathan think like, how could Jonathan ever put himself on the level of Romeo in terms of like target? He must have assumed that like Romeo was an equal target or he was just thrown in the bag and being like, I'm going home. Let's go out with a bang. But I don't know. I mean, this is where everybody starts scrambling. Jonathan's name is thrown around. Omar says Mike is his backup. Marianne tries to talk to Mike and she's like, we need to take a risk. And they're just so they're so convinced that Lindsay is going to play her idol because she has to use it at six um, that she's going to play it for Omar. And Mike's like, just vote Romeo. Trust me. And Marianne's like, but if Omar, like he could win, he could win next time. Like we have to try and get him tonight. Um, And he's just not about it. Like he's so convinced that it's not, I don't know. It was weird that he, I, I I don't know. It was an odd conversation to me. It it was, but it was just, again, like we talked about it before. It's like just the alpha guys being, dumb alpha guys like they're just like we know best we are big we are strong we are whatever and it's like guys like this is not your game this is not your game like and we mentioned it earlier too but it's like she did not even need to have the conversation with them necessarily she talks to Romeo and she I also just love like she's the drama the high stakes which it is it's a million dollars she talks to romeo and she's like nothing leaves this conversation and i just like i she knows oh, romeo's no. a little fucking sick <laughs> knows the dude is just all he's done is just slithered around the campfire for the entire game and it's like dude like what like like so even though she says that though i'm kind of like I, I i don't know i have a different opinion of, of why she told everybody i think it was a defense off, I said it before, his offense is defense, right? Like, tell everybody you have something because then you're not at the target. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't, you know, she she doesn't know. She's playing her own game. She Like, people have a, a, a misconception of maybe how big their target is. Case in point, you know, Jonathan thinking that people would vote Romeo over him. Like, people just don't know. They just, they're, they're not aware of just how much uh, 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 of a threat they are for a certain thing, so... I think Marianne made an unbelievable move. I think she ousted Romeo. And I think, like, after the move that Romeo made, I think Marianne is, like, a, a, she's a she's a mastermind in, like, what she saw the, the crack in the foundation of them, and she took it, and now Lindsay's completely off her footing. And now, to be honest, um, Mike, and, uh, Mike and Jonathan are also off their footing because it was, like, something happened that they didn't have control over, that they, like that they rejected 
and it still happened. So it's kind of a. Yeah, it was it was great. And just to go back a couple of steps for, for Tribal, we mentioned this at the top of the episode, but Drea looks amazing. Beautiful flower in her hair. She looks great. It's raining. Um, if there is a rain Tribal a few episodes back, and I thought Jeff looked better then than he did tonight. Like, he looked a little bit like, I don't know. Like, go ahead. You can go ahead and say it. I know we're not your normal audience, but you can fetishize Jeff. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Jeff. I uh, know. Well, I like he he. I don't. He was it being, makes me. Was he wearing like that like blue shirt with like? No, not even fetish. No, my God, no. It's not like not, not like a sexy wet. Like a like he just looked. Like, he looks like a little old. You know, it made me a little sad. I just was like, someone get that that old man a umbrella. A couple <laughs> cookies. Oh oh oh. A poncho. Um, yeah, I kind of wonder like when it's going to be appropriate for Jeff to stop pretending like he's participating in the game. Like, <laughs> running alongside. It's like, it's like kind of like Jeff, bro. Like you can you can telecast in if you want because like we're, we're not going to vote you out, Jeff. You can't get voted out. I think like, he. I truly think he loves it though. I think he really loves his job. Problem. I mean, this is complete speculation, but it's the only life he knows. He's been doing this for what the last twenty years for forty seasons. It's yeah. like that's that's been, and he's what he's fifty now. So that's what he's sixty. He's sixty. So he was he all right. Looks, so he looks great for sixty. That's what I'm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, a little uh, I would say cheekbones a little high. Yeah, a little, Maybe a little some, plastic a little, surgery. A little, there's a little LA right. in those last uh, twenty years for him. There's a little. Um, also, by the way, this is what our dog does on the bed. Like, this, this is, is a, how he sleeps. This is amazing. No one, no one else can see, but uh, horizontal across both of them. Full us. length. Yeah. Full length. Okay, I mean, there's not like I don't know. I don't know about you, but like a tribal, I. It's I'm never like fully invested in like the metaphor metaphorical discussions of tribal but i will say that omar hairy though in the last like couple um tribals it it, and we were mentioning this before it was like what's allowed and like what isn't don't get me started hands up in terms of like well anything's allowed at tribal but it's like why are why are contestants allowed to break the wall then and not in other times of the game? Like, why not show us them talking to each other realistically before? And like, it's kind of like we actually haven't gotten a lot of whispers this season, and I'm happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, that was silly when that was happening. Yeah, it was crazy. That was a ton last season. That was yeah. kind of like a contagious thing. Um, yeah, it, it it I guess so. Tribal, it's like kind of like it. it it's working out though because tribals are becoming more and more salacious. But I will let you know, like I'm I'm a cheater, and I was like, what is happening at tribal? And I looked at my while I was watching the episode, I looked at my phone to catch to catch the time, and I was like, oh, there's only ten minutes left, so nothing really wild. Ha- like like nothing nothing too bonkers happens yeah. at at tribal. Whereas like. Whereas the previous episode, we were going to travel. I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, there's 30 minutes left in this episode. Like, this is interesting. Like, mm-hmm. what is going to happen? You know, you know. Um, I think the one thing I'll note is that Omar says, like, I'm survivor confident. But when you're survivor confident, you can be wrong. And I think that's like a, a catchphrase that might stick around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, like, nobody plays any advantages. Like I, I was waiting for Lindsay to even, I was curious if maybe she would even just like 
bluff that she was going to play the the idol for homage, like flash it a little, but keep it as a souvenir. Um, but nobody, no one plays anything. Can't play it at all, right? Gone. No. Mm-mm. Which is crazy to me that she wouldn't. But to be honest, it's in her best interest to, to like, why would she play it? Omar is a massive competitor. Like, even if you're even if you're aligned with him, get him out. Like, it, it, I don't know. I still would have thought Jonathan would be a bigger threat to her, and she could have given. That would have like made it a juicier tribal or like just deliberation of her being like, Omar, like if you promise to be with me in the top three, I'm going to give you my idol because it's the last night I can play it and I want you to be on my team. And then it would have really thrown, thrown a, the whole thing. A wrench in the old yeah. gears. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she can get a pretty penny for it on eBay. I'll tell you that. Do they go, they go for a lot of money? I mean, I feel like they'll usually do like charity and stuff like that. But you, like, okay. actually get to keep it? Yeah, you put it in your pocket. What? Yeah. What do you mean you put it in your pocket? As if like these people don't have to sign a billion forms and go through a million tests after they leave the island. Who wants that? But what do you think they're gonna do with it? Like put it like reuse, it recycle it. When the no. island, did you not hear them? When the idol leaves the island, it goes back. At, when the idol gets used, it goes back in circulation. Um, okay, well, let's read the votes. It's Jonathan, Romeo, Jonathan, Romeo, Omar, Omar. My favorite part, Omar looks at Marianne and goes, you did it. And she and, and Marianne goes, yes, I did. It was so great. And then it's Omar. And I just, I love this moment for her. And he goes, I was survivor confident. And he goes home. He is obviously like, everybody's been such a good sport, more or less. Um, also, they're going to go to a new camp next week. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jeff Jeff mentioned at the end. Oh, cool. um, it was such, I just, I don't know. I loved this moment for Marianne so much. And I think it's in, it's interesting to see it contrasted with last, with Omar's big move last week, where it was like respect, but also like it wasn't a great look. Whereas, like this was, I feel like no, it, it's it's just a different, this, a different vibe. Inter- this completely ousted the last move. Which, had you asked me earlier today if something would have happened on Survivor that I thought like would have depleted the previous move, I would have said, "What could possibly happen?" Right? Like, and that's I think that's the beauty of the show too is that like this seemingly likable annoying underdog like came about and 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 did it did an amazing thing like it, it like i don't know it 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 it, it, it nullified the entire preview and obviously omar's not in the game anymore so it quite literally nullified it but like if for, for marianne talk about making yourself like from from she was in position five of these people to like position one and like i don't you know what, though? And because she's been such a sleeper, I don't think people are going to gun for her in next travel. You say that, though, but it's like everything. No, because everything it, switches I on know, but the, but the people, But the people she's around, well, I'm on record now saying, yeah. like, the people she's surrounded by are still bigger targets than her. She yeah. did she had one main move, with the exception of Romeo. I think it's Mike, Romeo, uh, Marianne that get to the end. Yeah. I think, and it, I don't know, it, and that's that's tough. Obviously, Romeo's no chance. If it's Mike that's and Marianne right. at the end, 
I don't know who wins. Me neither, which is why it's like such a fun, uh, like Mike hasn't made any big moves, but he also hasn't made any horrible, dumb moves. And it's like kind of a, he's been liked by a lot of people. He's been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe it's like Lindsay, Marianne and Romeo. Cause they kind of have like a, I don't know. I feel like I could, I could see it kind of going a GVB with Romeo on the side. <laughs> and Jinx. Um, that's like a GVB. Girl versus boy. Oh, oh, GVB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl versus girl versus boy. Oh. We say that, but other like a lot of other people don't. Okay. Sorry. We say that when we play heads up with our couple friends. Okay. Yeah, it's like boy, boys. Yeah, yeah. BBG, uh, GVB, BBG. BBG. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I could see it going that way too. Who knows? Who knows? So let let. So this is usually where we do. We have a little section called Survivor Scuttle, but but I will use this to to ask my grilling questions about your survivor journey. So this was a quarantine binge for you, correct? It was. And um, had you watched it at all before, like growing up? Did you ever catch a season? Yeah, of course. Like I had caught the first season with Richard and yeah, the whole. Who did it? Like, yeah, I mean that's what I mean. It was it was um, it was huge news, and I still I, the fact I still even remember that guy's name. Like, and if you had asked me even pre pandemic, like who was the survivor person, I would have been like Richard because <laughs> he was such a prolific. In my opinion, he probably like made the show a little bit of what it is today because he caught so many headlines so early. Um, they should have given that guy a little stock. Um, but they did give him a million dollars, I guess, right? Didn't he win? Yeah, and then he ended up getting, I believe, arrested for like tax fraud. Oh, yeah, that's a shame, Richard. Sad. Um, it's funny because he didn't wear any clothes. Like, where do you hide it? <laughs> um, Such a bad dad, dad joke. joke. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd watched it then, and then I was like, you know, maybe I caught a couple episodes in my childhood, like growing up, like here and there, but it was not like a thing in my household. Not for you. Yeah, either, but then, right? yeah, not really. I mean, I watched definitely a couple of seasons when it first came out, but then, of course, during quarantine, and Melissa and Connor are like telling us how much they're watching it, and I like look at Dylan, and I'm like, we're never gonna watch Survivor. I verbatim said that and would we would make fun of them and then here you, you are of, yeah two two years later you no, run out of no, all the tv also, shows but also we were netflix people so we were like no 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 connor and melissa were, were on it and had been and had the fucking buffs and the whole thing and then you know we're we're on netflix browsing around mid pandy and not even early pandy really i guess and they put out the, two of the best seasons on Survivor, right? They Netflix buys the rights to two of the best seasons, and yeah. they're like, let's put these on. And they turned people into Survivor fans, and we did it, and we watched, and we were like, oh, man, now we're hooked. This so is of amazing. Course, our move was to text Connor and Melissa and be like, what are the other seasons that we watch? What do we, you know, at the time, mid early mm. pandemic, we were watching what, six hours of TV a day? It was like, what the hell else do you do, right? You stare at your computer screen. You say, ooh, done with that day of work if you still were working. And then you sat in front of the TV and that was that. And we roused through a bunch, or rather we burned through a bunch of them. Um, but we really started watching like, you know, we cut we cut through the top, we, we Googled. It was like top 10, top 15 seasons, top whatever. And then we were like, I guess we just gotta watch the seasons that like we like nobody no, and recommends. Then, and I remember there was one time too where Connor and Melissa were like, "Let's pick one. We'll watch it with you or something." So then we like watch one together before we started doing. I think we just, watched like, blood and uh, blood and blood and water. Blood versus water. 
Blood versus water, yeah. Oh my um, god, could you imagine you and Connor on a blood versus water season? Connor imagines himself on Survivor very frequently, I think. <laughs> um, and Connor's like, I'd be amazing at this challenge. And he's like, my social game. And I'm like, I don't, I would be like, I don't, I, there's, I, what, what do I say? It's like, it never happened. So I'm also, uh, what? Um, I was also like, it, it, it is, you know. Did, would, would you get any seasons like spoiled? Would, have any of the seasons been spoiled? Like, like sometimes, like, because uh, there was even a few that, like, I still hadn't seen. And, like, we would we would watch them during the pandemic. And, like, sometimes just, like, if you are Googling, you're like, oh, wait, like, what was oh, that yeah, person, yeah. you know? And then you accidentally see who, what, like. Yeah, I mean, I also, like, I'm in this, uh, as you know, I'm in, like, the social media space. So I'm always uh, fascinated by, like, how celebrities are, like, running, like, micro, micro celebrities. Let me, wait. Their, well, their let me ask you this. Do yeah. you find it fast? I don't know if fascinating is the word, but I find it fascinating that like survivor contestants, including winners, do not. Oh, I guess it's it, like they don't hit the same level of influencer that like anybody else from like, obviously the bachelor is a big one, but like. We actually talked about you and I talked about this on DMs um, right after we talked about the uh, the hot people, the, the glow up of the of the of the the what is it the council? Um, it's because Survivor isn't a sex show, like The Bachelor. Like uh, actually, the point I wanted to leave you with was the worst part for me about Survivor is that we watch it on um, uh, Paramount Plus, and because we get into such like good debates or good conversation after the show fucking whatever big brother nonsense automatically plays after it so we find ourselves like having a conversation against somebody against the type of tv that i never want to watch um and the bachelor and all these other i guess probably the bachelor is a big one in like real world if that's even like i don't even know what the big ones are all the little like the netflix ones now like what like the love is blind they just sell sex, like that's what it is, and it's not. And this makes me sound so old, and like, don't get me wrong, like I'm in the social media space. Like this is, I get it. Sex is like this sounds again so old, but like sex sells, whatever. But I get it from like a ratings perspective. Like it is what culture wants now, and if you want to stay relevant, that's what you do. Um, but Survivor is in this weird in between, which is why Jeff's talking to young people to recruit them to like, you know, join this show. It's like they're, it's a Survivor's a little cultish. It's a little like you have to be part of this thing to, to, to do it. And we're different, and they want to be, different, and they want to still be a family show, and they want to do these things. But the, all the outside influencers influence says, you know, show. Let let the survivor contestants be topless. You want you want to see ratings go through the roof? Like, there you go. Let the, let, them, let the hot male contestants wear tidy whities. It makes me think that like if um the Boston Rob Amber romance was happening now, I bet they would have through the roof. What do you mean? All they want all they want is a romance. Like that's like that couldn't be better for them. Um, it would be so less, well timed. They want less like um. What was the what was his name? The lovely old guy. I think his name was Bob. Wore like those cargo shorts and he wore the bow tie. Yeah, yeah. Bob, oh. by the way, not so lovely, evidently. Really? Oh, he was like God. a secret creep. Um I okay. loved him too. He was like my first favorite. Again, I'm operating on the information I have based on the program. 
and Bob, like they want less people who appear wholesome, right? If nothing else, Bob appeared wholesome as a teacher and as a, a guy sure. who didn't know that it was inappropriate to wear a bow tie. <laughs> and, um, and they want, you know, and, and they want less of that and they need more uh, hot people, which is why it was interesting with these two. I feel like they, you know, I, in the last few seasons, there was always... And when I say hot, it's not even like subjective. It's not even like hot for me. Like we know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, there's always yeah. six contestants that are really pretty. Yeah. And whether that's male or female, you're just like, okay, these people are models, or they could mm-hmm. be, or whatever. And I feel like they've fallen a little short in that quote of this, which also I'm fine with because it's led to more realistic. Like it's led to like better gameplay. Um, but that being said, they want ratings to spike. It's like, yeah, what you need somebody having sex in a survivor tent. Like that's. It's happened before. Like, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so what What were some of, and we'll ask Jenny when she comes back, what have? What were some of your favorite seasons? What were some of your favorite players? Like, who's your number one? Or um, or top top five. And it doesn't, it's just going to be off the top of the head. It doesn't need to be, like, sure, sure, sure. in order. Um, it's a good question. I should have done more research knowing that I was coming on this. It's fine. It's fine. Um, listen, immediately popped ahead. Um I loved Rupert, but who didn't, right? Like Rupert was, and I don't want to know what you know about him from all your- No, 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 I don't know anything. Don't, um, don't sully Rupert for me, unless you know something really salacious. And then no, 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 he, he's a fun one. He like ran for like governor or something and like as like an independent and I'm pretty sure. I could mm. be getting that wrong, but I'm pretty sure he did do that. Um, and there's like a picture of him like debating Mike Pence. Like I think he ran against Mike Pence for something, um, mm. which like what a what a different world we could be living in. Um, no, I well so so if you didn't if you didn't watch the seasons in order, like for me we when we did our rewatch we did it in order and like I obviously loved you like every pa- season in order. We 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 fell off somewhere, but it's like my maternity leave. We started watching. Okay, okay, um, okay. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing because like the free time, it's like, we all had the pandemic, but I'm no, like, no, 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 no. it's an impressive, uh, um, I, his later seasons, I feel like he, he could be a bit grating. Do you and, do you and Jenny ever like quote survivor quotes to each other? But, well, so I say that because Matt and I do. And one of them is in Rupert's first season when he, his pants are like chafing his thighs. So he, he sews himself a a skirt or a dress and he goes, and somebody was like, dude, like, is it that serious? Like you don't have to do that. And he was like, it's done. I'm wearing a dress. And like, sometimes I don't know how to explain the situation that we find ourselves in, but like (laughs) when, when Matt or I, like when one of us asks the other person to do something and then you're like, oh no, it's fine. It's fine. The, the other one will be like, it's done. I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> it's just like. I, um, yeah, I, 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 we don't, but I think it's because, although maybe it's influenced our conversation in other ways, but I don't, I don't know. Give don't it know time. If, um, who are your favorites? Yeah. Who are your favorites? I love Cochran. Um, okay. I, I loved his trajectory. If we're talking like love interest, I was a, I was a huge Malcolm fan. Um, I mean, same. Like I'm very I'm very colored by like recent. Okay, Malcolm. I remember Malcolm. Malcolm was this guy. Oh yeah, I liked him too. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved his alliance with Denise. Like I like you know I like animal odd couples. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, Denise was great. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, so it's it's been it's been almost two hours. So I will I'll I'll bring us to our final segment. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but we call it luxury items. So this is a, not a little nod to past seasons um, where we share something outside of Survivor that we are enjoying. Could be a okay. TV show, could be a snack, whatever you want. What's your luxury item? You can both say one. Luxury item. Um, well, I'll let Jenny go first. Just one? You can say multiple. But just one, because we're an hour and 40 minutes in, and she's going to have to trim. Well, mine are pretty fast. My first one would be Tony's Chocoloni. Love Tony's Chocoloni right now. Are they, you familiar? They're just very I, good chocolate bars. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get them at my Trader Joe's sometimes. Sick. Okay. Um, and I also like this, like, bougie non-alcoholic drink called Gia that Dylan thinks is perform perfume water potpourri i like it a lot that's that nice delicious um what's yours last week guys i shared something that i was excited about um and then i did watch it and kind of confirm have you watched hacks no we on haven't. hbo we were just walking to dinner in bushwick and there was a giant billboard next to the restaurant yeah. like eye level that was about hacks. So it's uh, it's delightful, and it's like a show. Like we, the first two episodes of season two are out, and like I laugh out, I laugh out loud, and I feel like that's rare for a show. That is rare for a TV show. Um, it's real. It's really good. I really like it. Ooh, that's mine. It. That is. A new one. That is. I it's quick. Yeah, it's it's different than Ted Lasso, but it's, it's not, it's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, I know. Um, it's nothing dark. It's not, it's, I don't know. It's its own thing. I really like it. It's very we'll good. Catch it. We'll catch you. Um, mine, I have two. Um, one is that, uh, a hack that we discovered, uh, uh, you know, and using that in the hyper millennial sense, like something that we discovered, we loved having around the house, um, for micro joy and for like really just like ending a night or, or whatever after dinner is we buy a five pound bag of Sour Patch watermelons on Amazon. And when we say we, it, he means him. Yeah. He buys them. So it's like 15 bucks. It's not like it's crazy, but you know, but you get, it's literally five pounds. So it's, it's hundreds of Sour Patch watermelons. this many sour watermelons Are in Cabinet. Are they in miniature packets? Oh, it's one big bag. Oh, that's going to get stale. No. So what you realize is if you're a Sour Patch Watermelon Eater, and maybe some of your, your listeners will back me up here, like most of what you get are stale Sour Patch Watermelons at the at the store, at the bodega. That's true. So when you buy this, it's it's fresh because it's been completely air sealed. And then you just fresh. Throw that, no, you just throw that thing. You know what? Fresh. No, no, no. Don't even say fresh. We've given them to like guests after dinner and all sorts of stuff and everyone is always like wow these are like remarkably <laughs> better than what i've had and it's because they are fresh so don't fucking air quote me that's a real it's a real <laughs> thing anyway they're lovely and you eat it you eat three four of those like at, at the end of the night or whenever they're really they'll pick up your day um and then my other one is what I mean, so the seasons are changing. Like it's the weather's been decent in New York, and weather in New York is. That's not a real answer. That's a, she wants a show. She wants a program. She wants a, a, a thing, a luxury item. All the, right. The, 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 
the seasons and the sun, that's not in your control. Okay, Sour Patch Watermelon. Jenny wants to really <laughs> hyper-focalize, or rather, uh, uh, hyper-focus this on material objects. But um, I would say... I would say it is Sour Patch Watermelons and my increased need recently because of the seasons for SPF and my appreciation <laughs> for sun protection. There you go. So, Love it. Uh, you know, it, it's important and you get crispy without it. And uh, Dylan and Con um, Connor had a tens of dollars idea, not a million dollars or anything, maybe tens of hundreds. Is, a lot of people listen to this. They don't you can cut idea. this out. I'm curious, <laughs> but they at the beach. We want a standing spray sunscreen. I'm so sorry to tell you, but I saw this on Shark this, Tank. No, no, I know, I know, like I know it does, but someone just hasn't done it correctly. We wanted somebody to come on a bike that basically had a spray tan machine. So ours isn't like to it, yeah, ours isn't like but it's sunscreen. Like you enter it. It's a dude who is like rolling up and down or wherever, or maybe they're stationed around, but it's a person who just has an airbrush and they just hit you real quick, like boom, and it's cheap. It's like real cheap. And you and come back. No, and you come back. But also, <laughs> wait, wait, get this. There's an app. So you have that guy who's stationed and then you have a runner who has a back thing and they can come up to you wherever the fuck you are and hit you with another application. And the, and the name- I'm definitely keeping this in. And the name of the company is SPF. Sound yeah, it out. But you speak, you pronounce it. So it's it's as fun to say as it is to get applied. You need to file for a patent. Dad. Well, gone on record already saying it. Jenny's blown my cover. So there's my there's my hundred dollar idea. Sun protection is, is super important. I'm yes. I'm constantly Matt Matt burns so easily. I'm constantly telling him to apply. You know what? Can fix it for can fix an issue for him. You let you let Matt know that is coming soon. And the more you say it in normal conversation, the funnier it becomes. Oh my god! Thank you for letting us uh, meander. Mostly me for doing. I'm out of breath. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining. This was so fun. Um, Dylan, did you say that who you picked in your group text for to be the winner? Because next week's the finale. I picked Mike. Okay. Um, I'll go on record saying I picked Mike. Um, I did not see the Marianne move coming, but I also think that Mike is a – I think he's still sitting in a good position to win. Um, and I think that Mike – has a heartfelt story. I don't know how it's going to stack up, but if he makes it to final three, I do think he has a chance. Um, but listen, it, it, it's any, it's any, any survivor's game right now. I kind of think it'll be Mike too, because I, I would be shocked if there were two female survivor winners in a row. Call me a skeptic. Well, a who's cynic. That being said, this season hasn't seen last season. So who, like it, 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 if ever there were an option, it's there were an more option, just like the universe. Right. Allowing you know, it. You know, like, like backgammon rules where you're just like, well, it's landed on red twice. So it's definitely not going to land on red again. <laughs> That's yeah. how you lose money. That's also how you win money. I'm still going Lindsay. Lindsay strong. She would be great. You're just impressed All right. by her muscles. I'm just impressed by her like literally being. Yeah. She also doesn't look like she's like struggling, like weight wise. No, you know what I mean? Like she looks, 
Yeah, she looks fine. She's a di- her trade is she's a dietitian, so she probably like was bulking up. She knew what to do. She knew what to do. Bulking up or like winding down to be like I'm not going to have a lot of food, so I need to condition or my train body. To my not body. Have food. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I hope so because then honestly, that's a whole another layer. So I mean, good for her. Yeah. Thanks well, for having thank, us. thank you so much. Um, I'm excited to to see the finale next week, but well, sorry to make you edit two hours of footage. No problem. We we keep a lot. We're I'm not I don't go for like perfect. You know what I mean. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. And if you haven't already, please leave us a five star or whatever you feel is appropriate, but five star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify wherever you listen. It helps so much. And we will be back to talk all things Survivor finale next week. Bye.